This is the Art of Network Engineering podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore tools, technologies, and talented people. We aim to bring you information that will expand your skill sets and toolbox and share the stories of fellow network engineers. Welcome to the Art of Network Engineering. I am AJ Murray at No Blinky Blinky, and I am joined by a full house this evening. Literally. Across the table is Tim Bertino. He is at Tim Bertino on Twitter. Tim, how are you doing? I'm having a great time. And um, as anybody probably would have guessed, we're at a live event, so I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do that even at not live events, so that's fine. Sure. Let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> I've been having a blast. It's been great to see uh, everybody. I can't believe the, once again, two years in a row, the amount of people that have traveled to, to come hang out with us. I yeah. mean, you you all realize we aren't that cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we love it. We love it. I'm having a great time. It's great to see you, AJ, and the rest of the crew. Awesome. And across the table is Andy at Andy Laptef. How's your air tag there, Andy? <laughs> Uh, I'm good. I got a call from the wife that <laughs> the dog's Apple AirTag on her collar has been freaking out since I left for this trip. <laughs> we're over here before the show started trying to figure out how the hell to stop it. Yeah. She's like, can you fix this? I'm like, I, I could try. And I love that like a room full of people is helping you do that. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Chris Denny. <laughs> Who else helped? Was it and Nick? Nick? And Nick yeah, Nick it's, and Chris Denny helped me out. It's like the tack of AirTags. You two may yeah, have man. saved my marriage, so yep. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Beyond that, I'm great. It's been a fantastic trip. I can't wait to talk about some of the cool stuff we've done, like, um, what's it called? Neutron bullets. Ooh, we'll yeah, neutron yeah, yeah. Bullets. We won't give it away. That's a technical we'll Is that the technical term? That, right next to the... Huh? What was the other technical term we learned uh, there? The fancy doohickey. The fancy doohickey <laughs> yeah. we saw. I, I gave it that name, by the way. So yes. It is in the scientific dictionary. Yes. All right. Trademark. All right. If that's the thing. And right right next to that is Dan's face. Yeah. Registered trademark, Dan Richards. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I am very excited to welcome Alex Perkins at Bumps in the Wire. Alex, it's so great to meet you in person. I've been editing your, your face here for a while. Uh, <laughs> editing <so>. your face. <laughs> wow. It's great yeah. to hear you. Great oh, to awesome. see you. Awesome to be here. Uh, you know, I drove in this morning. It's awesome to meet all you guys in person. It's It's been a while. I never thought. I, I missed Asheville. Literally, I moved to Asheville a week after you guys had the meetup. Yeah, that's right. So that's bad planning on your part. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I was there like two weeks before scoping out a place to live. Oh man! And then you guys came, and then I moved. Yeah, so. way to take ownership of that, Alex. We appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> You're like, come on, honey, we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> so, this is awesome, though. Awesome, awesome. And uh, the one, the only hat. Packet. Uh, Dan Richards, how you doing, man? I'm doing good, AJ. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. great. This this uh this week has been awesome. Like we were learning about neutron bullets in uh, <laughs> one day, and then and then you know today this morning we went and uh, toured a um, like a studios. Uh, some of their video and audio networking and what. And, and that was very impromptu. We'll get yeah. to that in a second. Though. Yes, but it was cool. So uh, I, I have to I have to say that we are joined by a, a group of people here. Say hello, people. <laughs> I know I know Eric's back there. Where did Eric go? There he is. There he is. There he is. All right. All they right. were all trained to be very excited <laughs> to be here. 
Uh, no, but we really appreciate you guys making the track out, coming and hanging out with us. It's it's so good to see some of you again and meet some of you for the first time. We really, really appreciate you coming down to hang out with us. Hey, uh, I just want to throw out there that they get two live shows. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. How right? about that? <laughs> <laughs> they are su- that was super that, excited. That, that, was, that, was, that was such a pity woo. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take it. But I, we appreciate that, Chris. Thank you. I welcome it, so... All right, so let's see. The last time uh, we, we recorded a little episode for the, the K-Tech Connect event, we were hypothesizing about what we were going to learn at the Oak Ridge National Laboratory on Thursday. Uh, for frame of reference, it's now Friday evening, so we're going to kind of go through what we talked about and learn from uh, ORNL yesterday, and then we'll talk about what we did today, and we'll talk about what we're going to do tomorrow to cap this thing off. So uh, yesterday, we went to Oak Ridge National Laboratory. We hung out with... Uh, Daniel Pel- Pelfrey? Yep. Pelfrey. 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 There's an R in there. Daniel Pelfrey. He's a senior network engineer over there. We're going to be interviewing him tomorrow at the uh, live simulcast event. And uh, Daniel took us through the whole area. Uh, we got to see some really cool stuff, learn more about his job as a network engineer there. Uh, and we were also joined by Katie, the uh, media chaperone. She's in charge of media there for the laboratory, and, and she was just super cool. She played along. She's in one of our TikTok videos yeah. uh, where we were trying to hype the event. And uh, it, it was so funny because I'm pretty sure when I originally talked to her, she said, you can't go into the data center and, and record stuff where they have the supercomputer. I'm like, okay, you know, that's, that's cool. I Makes total I sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're standing outside Frontier, which is the fastest supercomputer in the world, and it has been for the last like 18 months. And there's like a, a landing and you can look into the data center and they're, they're actually changing out some nodes. Mm-hmm. And we're like, can, can we take pictures of that? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. And so, you know, we're interviewing uh, Dan outside, uh, Daniel outside the, uh, the window where you can see Frontier behind him. Uh, and then all of a sudden, Katie's just like, OK, we're going to go in the data center now. And we're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> Uh, so that was really, really cool to see Frontier up close. And we got some great video, good interviews inside the D.C. with Frontier. Uh, and we're going to post all that on a YouTube video. What, what did you guys think? What was your favorite part about yesterday? Yeah, that was awesome. I, I So when we first saw Frontier, I was like, all right. <clears throat> you know, they were they were uh, spitting off the uh, different, ex- how many exaflops? Two, Just looking it up. Was it one, one and a half, two? 1.21 gigawatts. No. No. 1.102 exaflops, which is 1.102 quantillion operations per second. Yeah. So they were saying all that, and then I asked her if it would run Doom. And... And she she said, well, mostly most of the time people ask us if it will run Crisis, and I was like, okay, all right, you know, yeah. that's good enough too. Th- this was right after Dan discovered and named the fancy doohickey. Yeah, yeah. So the fancy doohickey is a is a cool, uh, you know, gadget or whatever. It's this. Uh, it's kind of like a table with this little arm that comes up, and you can put a blade in that arm, and it will raise it up vertically. And then you can raise the entire thing vertically to slide it into one of the chassis. So I've seen server lifts before, you know, like uh, you, it's just a flat lift yep. that you can kind of crank up. Yeah. But I've never seen one like this before where it actually took the node and put it up vertically. Right. And then they can slide it straight in. So that that was actually kind of cool, honestly, I to see that. I've never before. seen one of those yeah. before. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. So I, I'm trying to remember. Did they say there was 42 nodes per 
cab, right? Mm. I don't remember. But <laughs> I it forget was... the number. It was huge. So there's four GPUs in yeah. each one of those blades. Right. Okay. Yeah. There's a crap ton of blades in each one of those yep. racks. Yep. And I don't. I don't know. If it was 35, 40 racks. I, I forget what she said, but there's yeah. enormous. Yeah, enormous amount. Was it was it like seven rows? I think it was more than that. Nine rows? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, it's not nine, 10, 11 rows, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. So we walked in like, what's a supercomputer? What does this all mean, right? And even with exaflops, it's like, what? But I, I, the best description I heard of it was they called it a time machine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which really got my attention. And the way they framed it was, you know, th- this is all like math and code and like crunching numbers to try to like figure out science or medicine or like a virus thing or like right. astrophysics stuff I'll never understand. Yeah. But they said, you know, it could take, I don't know, it could take 10 years for a room of the brightest people on the planet to like figure out a problem. When you feed it into Frontier, you take 10 years. And what, what was it like down to like, weeks. I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. days, yeah. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that I, I really like that time machine so they can make progress so much faster. Right. So yeah. what, what was the one thing that they were talking about where they, for one year, of time with them was like six or seven years at something else. And and I can't exactly remember what that was. I'll have to ask Daniel. Was that the other supercomputer? Like it, the older uh, one? Yeah. Or something? The yeah. Yeah. Maybe was yeah. that yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. But it's just crazy what these, what these supercomputers can do in that sense. Uh, and then also with, uh, we, we met another guy at the, what was it? The high flux isotope. Uh, Oh yeah. 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 And, and um, <clears throat> so his job is it's so cool. Uh, but basically, with those reactors, they're they're pulling, uh, they are making um, what is it, a neutron beam, right? Right, and they're in, right. and, and so there's different ways to like weld metals and, and different materials and whatnot. And so, like one of the practical uses of it was they were shooting neutrons at that at those welds, and then they could take the data that they collected from that, run it through the supercomputer, and they could basically tell you know some kind of manufacturer that with the type of weld that they use how long that weld will last and also like, Hey, is this going to fail real quick, real quick or not? You know? Mm. And it's like, so on one end it's like the COVID and all that stuff. And then on the other end, it's like welds, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's just crazy. So like, many practical so applications many. in that like lab. If you're yeah. like a rocket company, right. Yeah, and making yeah. stuff that's gonna, they shoot neutron bullets through this thing. And yeah. there's some magic, get some data yeah. on it's like structural integrity or whatever the hell right. pencil strength. And then feed that data into the frontier supercomputer and right. you can tell how long this piece will last. Right. Because, right. you know, you don't want to shoot like a rocket in the space if it's not going to last like through the... the yeah. It, it all just blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Every time anybody there talked, I had the right. dumbest look on my face. I <laughs> yeah. tried to ask a question <laughs> yeah. that made some kind of sense. But the nuclear... I mean, we saw a nuclear reactor. Yeah. We learned how nuclear fission worked. Right. We learned what neutrons were. Well, we say learned. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, I listened. <laughs> I, <okay. laughs> I even, heard what they but were. Even the, medi- <laughs> even the medicine... So yeah, oh, yeah, like they yeah. put, you know, there's these, there's these rods they put next to the yeah. plutonium, whatever the hell it is that creates the neutrons and somehow, uranium. <laughs> okay. They create isotopes. So like if somebody has a tumor and they want to implant like radioactive seeds to treat it from the inside out, uh-huh. that's part of what this place makes yeah. in that nuclear right. reactor. Yeah, so right. they're yeah. making medicine and I, I was just so and, blown away. And then you know what else was cool that I never even thought about, but like so what they're also doing is they're putting things inside of that to see if they can they can withstand the radiation. Right. Right? And it was just like, what? You know, like yeah. in a season in these little pills almost. Like, yeah. I don't know what you would call them, a little capsule, right? And uh they put different types of materials and and, and just different things like that. 
We have to touch on the history of the place. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So I thought we were just going to see a supercomputer and I didn't know what the hell that was. And then we get there and there's this like there's this whole wall of these really cool pictures. It shows the history of the place. It starts with Einstein and it's superimposed over like a letter. So apparently Albert Einstein wrote a letter to the president of the United States at the time talking about nuclear I don't know, energy. I, I don't know what the context was, but he's like, we have to get involved in this because right. I'm Einstein and you should listen to me. <laughs> so, Do you know who I am? <laughs> so they created this place and it's where the Manhattan Project happened, where they created yeah. the first nuclear reactor. They figured out nuclear fission. It became, you know, weaponized too. But just how it, I mean, this guy wrote a letter and they created this amazing place. And then yeah. you learn so many, like we said, the medicine, there's so many amazing applications of nuclear energy that I wasn't even like aware of. So right, it was right. just such an amazing, even just the history of the place. And that's something that they really want to advertise is, yeah. Hey, we, we know why this facility was born and that's, there's so many layers to the lab. You think lab and you think, okay, there's you know, nuclear activity happening, nuclear reactors and, but there's just so many components. There's now the supercomputing facilities that have been there for a long time. And what they really tried to drive home to us was that, yes, this was born, out of what was deemed wartime necessity. Mm-hmm. But now we're looking at peacetime practical applications. Yeah. Things saving like lives. healthcare. <laughs> and, you know, even down to, I, I love, Dan, how you mentioned it, the, the range of practical applications. Mm-hmm. They were doing a lot of research on COVID-19 very early. Mm-hmm. And, and then we're talking about testing structural, using neutrons to test structural integrity of manufactured devices. Yeah. It's just wild. And so one thing I'm really excited about tomorrow is to dig in a little bit more with Daniel outside of that, you know, kind of the tour environment and seeing how networking applies to some of this supercomputing because, you know, he brought up some cool stuff there, uh, but it'll be nice to kind of bring him out of that. And uh, let's talk about it, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. You just reminded me bringing up Daniel. I, I, I was, I was, um, I was telling him how impressed I was at how smart those people are. And he had a really cool retort to that. He's like, well, they're all smart at what they do. He's like, but I'm the networking guy. And when somebody comes to me, the super scientist who's trying to do something, they're like, yeah, I'm trying to send, you know, yeah. 1.2 terabytes of data through the network and I'm having a problem. And Daniel's like, I know how to help you. <laughs> yeah, right. So, <laughs> and, you know, I didn't, I didn't hear that's, that. That's, yeah, that's good. That's what I wanted to bring up too, because they all, they're all specialists in what they do, but they then in turn rely on each other yes. for the mission. So what I thought was really cool was that we're we're walking down the different halls and the different common areas, and we're seeing people just sitting at tables talking. And you you can kind of tell that they're talking about work. They're not just socializing; they're right. talking yeah, about right. work. So they're they're meeting up and they're saying, "Hey, meet me in this spot so we can talk through this thing." I pushed on that a little bit with Daniel tonight when we were at the event, and he said, "You know what that was born from?" And I said, "What?" And he goes, "Well." A lot of people around here like to do Pokemon Go. Oh, no. So there yeah. would be times where there's just like five minutes in one of... What's that called when there's like a big grouping and... Oh, it's probably a raid. A raid yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So a raid would happen. There'd be like five minutes where a bunch of people would just go outside. And he goes, I, I don't do a lot of that, but I would go out and talk to him. That's how I would learn what some of these other people do that I don't necessarily interact with every day. So they would meet each other this way, find out what each other do, and then find ways to collaborate. And that's when they start talking in the halls and that kind of thing. It's just, wow. it's a really interesting atmosphere. And the people there, 
Like, I don't know why I think people so smart that can like try to work out like cures for cancer on supercomputers wouldn't have emotional intelligence and be, you know, empathetic people. Daniel was telling me a story on the way out of Topgolf tonight that, because I told him how impressed I was with the place and the people. And he said, you know, we're so close there. He was talking about a very good friend of his that was working on the supercomputer team and then got sick and passed. And they named one of the racks after him. It's like oh, the Anderson wow. or something. So just, you know, they're just great people. They're super smart and they love their jobs in the place. And like they're naming this amazing, you know, parts yeah. of this amazing machine that are helping cure all kinds of human problems and issues. Like yeah. They named yeah. it after this guy. Like just such a sweet, you know, it's such a great group of people. Over yeah. There. yeah w- welcome to the South, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Giddy that, up. That's that's a pretty grand gesture, right? There. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. they say so did they like auction off time? I, I wasn't there for it. I wish I'd come a day early. So so, so that process is re- really interesting. And and Katie, the the rep that we worked with, she she said that sh- her team helps handle that. So right. you basically have to and she says it works a lot like the collegiate uh area, right? Like where you want to submit for a grant. You're basically doing the same thing. You have to submit you know, your study and case for wanting to use supercomputer time to them and a bunch of people, you know, it, both in general that manage the supercomputer and in a particular practice area where that study is, you know, from, right? Like if it's health or, or whatever, will look at it and say, does this merit the time that you're asking for? Yeah. And then and they that, rank that too. Right, right. right. Yeah. And then they, they also have people that will help ensure that the code that they want to run on the supercomputer is optimized to run on it. Uh, And they do like a number of like codathons and stuff like that. So that way they can Hmm. kind of crowdsource like the best possible ways to run these algorithms and everything on, on the supercomputer. So it's a really cool process to learn about how they. And and what was it that was running? Like when the other stuff isn't running, Uh, there was something else that was running in the background. Uh, Oh yeah. 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 Whenever there was like, idle time or whatever yeah. like that yeah i forget I can't remember what that was yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> so that that's their goal right is to have as minimal amount of idle time as possible right, right, so they right. they find creative ways uh to run it and that's i wanted to key in on that aj is is they try to provide that value add it's not just hey we've built this supercomputer come use it you're on your own yeah. but they have specialists that will will try to help their um their users mm-hmm. Get get the most out of it because even even the Jeff guy he does similar things right he's he's not involved with the supercomputer he was more involved with like the, the yeah. neutron bullet <laughs> <laughs> what caliber is that by the way I, I, I don't know but it's real moving. big it's going fast <laughs> I believe Katie said they don't charge for time on the supercomputer uh, well, if if your yeah, project qualifies oh yeah right right yeah. you you can like you can use the supercomputer at a price or if what you're doing gets published. It's, if it's, it's usually if it's becoming public domain knowledge, right, right, yeah, right, and, and you don't even have to like give away your your trade secrets, trade or secrets or anything like that. Just it, if it gets published, it'll qualify for a government grant. So usually. contributing to the common good via publishing, right? Yeah. Have at it, yeah. Go right. use Frontier, which I thought. So was is really this cool. government money being used for good? That's what it sounded <laughs> like. <today. laughs> okay, yeah. so it's a, it's a lot like the James Webb Telescope, which is why I brought this up. Oh, okay. Uh, there's there's been a whole bunch of talks about how they have to share time. Okay. And like, there's so many entries that they can't even like there's there's more demand than there is right capacity. Yeah. Those, I'm I'm guessing it's pretty similar to that. Yeah. That's cool. To yeah. Uh, what else? Let's see. Let's let's touch on some of the so, so we hear about 
stuff like a supercomputer. That's awesome. It can yeah. do all these exaflops of data. But what are they using it for? So we we heard a couple of really cool use cases. Yep. So one was very early on in COVID. It, it sounded like you know, like February 2020, yeah. they were starting to get reached out to and say, hey, we think we got something here. We, right. we need processing power. We right. need to, to run the data we have. So they were involved early on. And then another thing that I thought was really cool that they've been doing is they are, they have a goal of trying to assist in mental health for mm-hmm. uh, suicide prevention, suicide prevention uh, for Department of Veteran Affairs. Yeah. And they're they're using processing power, supercomputing power to gather and analyze a bunch of different data to get proactive yeah. to try to help people. I'm like, yeah. that is incredible how technology is helping that way. And and one thing too, uh, so what was the gentleman's name um, that spoke? The guy from lunch. Yeah, uh, Ed Edmund. Yeah, Edmund Bigoli. He's a PhD. He leads the AI systems for research and development there. So today uh, we had the the lunch yep. uh, at Chop House, and he he spoke for a, a little bit there, and he was talking about how they were feeding a bunch of data into the supercomputer for the COVID thing, and they were work they were working around the clock. And he said roughly around what was it four weeks or so? I, I, it was a number of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Right. That they were they were able to turn out, you know whatever they needed from that, right? Right. It, I, I think you said that they had analyzed the virus and they had found potential attack points, right? That, okay. That yeah. they could use to focus medicines on. Yeah, like the yeah. vaccinations right. and whatnot, yeah. So, C- it, Could you imagine, I mean, if if we didn't have that supercomputer, we'd probably still all be in lockdown right now. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a reality. Time yeah. machine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> What's the, uh, we took a picture of it before we left. There was a big sign uh, in one of the entrances that just says solving big problems. Yeah. If that, if what we just talked about aren't big problems, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. So we had a great tour at ORNL. After that, we had our first event. It was a networking event at the Print Shop Brewery. Yeah. Uh, and, and so. I like beer. <laughs> Who doesn't? And they Who have doesn't? good uh, good beer. They yeah. had very good beer. Yeah. They had yeah. very good, and it was really cool. So it was called Print Shop because it was an old print shop. And, and so this local craft brewery had all these tap handles, as most breweries do. And, and they had used the letters from the old printing press on the tap handles, and it spelled out print shop. Of course, it was backwards because it's a print shop. Yep. But a lot of people are like, why is it backwards? Is it because you can take a selfie? And, and it'll No, no, it's just because it's a print shop. Oh, how the times have changed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, that, that was a good time. Uh, Open Gear was there. They're, they were a sponsor of that one. Uh, and yeah, it was it was great to, to meet a lot of people. Andy and I met this really cool cat, uh, Zeb. Zeb. <laughs> I hope he hears this. So Andy doesn't like him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wish I had my stuff together as much as our 23-year-old friend Zeb does. Yeah. He's just killing yeah. it. He's killing it. Yeah. Well, so he, he works at a local company that does a lot of layer one stuff. Uh, he's a project manager now. He w- was or has his electrical engineering degree. Uh, he's also a private pilot. He said that him and his grandfather went in together and bought a Cessna 150 and then they both got their pilot's license from from that purchase. As you would do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and like Andy said, this guy's like 23. He's got all this stuff going for him. It's like, God damn, that's so cool. Yeah. 
Hey, I, just to, you know, it's on my checklist, okay? Yeah. <laughs> I just haven't got to. Dan's getting there. Yeah. I got to figure out what a pilot's license is anyway, so. <laughs> Jesus. Nice, nice. Uh, so let's see. Uh, that, that was the end of day one for us. It was a long-ass day. We had a lot of fun. Uh, we it ended up going out. Did we go out? Yeah, we did. We came yeah. back here and recorded an episode. Oh, that's right. We came back episode. here and recorded a podcast. I got to bed at like 1.30 in the morning that night. That's right. I was right. I was yeah. ticky-talking. Wait, that, that, was, <laughs> that wasn't that night. That wasn't Andy's so tired. We, we recorded an episode the, the day we oh, got here. Oh, the day here. we got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the day after the networking uh, event, yeah. we went to, we were going to go to Dan's speakeasy that was closed. Oh, yeah. Dan doesn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I was so disappointed. That red light the, was on and everything. The red I light know. was on. Dan had the code. I was knocking on the door. <laughs> I think it was open. They just, they yeah. saw us coming. They saw Dan coming. Like, no, we're not letting that guy in. But yeah. the rooftop place we went to. I got, to yes. go. I got my roof. Yeah. <laughs> roof. Yeah. Got my, it's roof, roof. roof or roof? Roof. Do you say data or data? Da, who? Nobody says data. Uh-oh. Moving on. <laughs> it's data or data. Yeah. Yeah. I say data, but I say exaflop. Exaflop. <laughs> the exaflop center? Yeah, we were also on like a dating uh, date that night too, remember? Uh, <laughs> That's right. Dan, uh, it's That's a good right. thing my wife doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not us. So I I do want to what what was that? What was the street we were on? Uh is it Maple Market, Maple. Because what street. what's cool about it is it's Market. it's set up Market like street. it's set up like a really large street, but there's businesses on either side, and it's a yeah. really just a big common area. Yeah. They yeah. had music, yeah. they had live music. We found our rooftop bar, <laughs> <laughs> roof, and Rooftop. and it was just a gorgeous night. It was yeah, oh, a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so then today we had a lunch event at uh, the Chop House. And that's where we got to hear from the the AI, uh, yeah. head of AI. Yeah, yeah, Bengali or something. Like that. Yeah. So, funny story, I took us to the wrong chop house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I was so proud of myself because we got there like just before noon. We walked. Yeah, it was eleven fifty nine when we rolled in <laughs> yeah. to the wrong one, yeah, right before noon. It's like, all right, we're here for the K Tech event, and the girls at, at the the hostess they were like, no, uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> we got like a birthday party sitting right here. Yeah. Is that you guys? <laughs> Same reaction we got from the JTV security guard at the wrong <laughs> yeah. entrance. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I forgot. We went to yeah. JTV this morning. <laughs> We're here for the tour. Uh, what? Uh, uh, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, I don't sir. think you are. <laughs> yeah. The hell you are. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Not my time. So, so I'll, I'll finish that story later. I got to back up. So, so uh, tomorrow's event on Saturday. We're going to Jewelry TV. Uh, it's it's like a QVC for jewelry. Uh, yeah. I mean, I just thought it was like a place called Jewelry for whatever reason, but it, it they that's all they they do, right? place is pretty nice yeah yeah so so we got to go see where the event is happening and uh, it's in one of their auditoriums and studios we got to talk to uh their director of like broadcast technology broad bro- broadcast engineer yeah 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 and uh derek he, he was a nice guy and you know w- once we started talking about like house sound av this and that we're network engineers he was just like all right let me give you guys the nickel tour uh, and so we got to look at some of their studios, some of their AV tech. Uh, Dan uh, kind of nerded out on some of the cameras that yeah, they were using yeah. there. Uh, and then he he opened a door and you could hear that, you know, the fans and yeah. stuff from a data center. We're like, oh, yeah. okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, he, and then I was surprised by him too because he was talking about VSS. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and so he, I was like, oh, okay. You know, you're, you know he, what you're we, we, Well, what's funny is right before that, we asked him. We're like, so do you... 
do you get into any of the networking? He goes, no, I'm a broadcast engineer. We have network engineers for that. And then we walk over and we see a, uh, a, a Cisco chassis switch and he just starts going all in on it. He yeah. goes, yeah, but it's end of life and we're getting it uh, next year and we're getting it replaced and we're thinking of getting two and doing VSS. And I'm like, you just said <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you weren't the guy. Yeah, exactly. So it, he's been there like 20, 21, 21 years. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure he's developed relationships with yeah. different people right. um, within right. IT and his... Yeah, he's his, talking uh, about like SD-WAN. He's learned a lot. It, yeah, it was Nexus, super cool. And so, yeah. He, but he wasn't the network guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that was really cool. That was fun to see. And, and I'm looking forward to going back there tomorrow to, to do the event. Yeah. Live yeah, simulcast. Sure. Uh, and then uh, we came back here for a little bit at the, at the A1 house, hung out. Uh, and we went to Chop House, and, and so I brought us to the wrong Chop House. I, I typed into Google Maps Chop House. I saw the correct address. I thought I was tapping on the correct address, and I'm, my fat fingers must have hit the wrong one. Yeah, but I that lady said they had four chop houses in this area. <laughs> <laughs> I what said is two. Going on? I'm like, oh yeah, there's two here. Is it? She's like, we have four. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, you like, better wow. help us find the right one. Yeah. And they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. And then uh, what after Chop House? So, well, I, I'm glad that we got to Chop House late because that's where we sat down and had lunch. Yes. With, with um, I'm sorry, what was his name? Bagoli. With, yeah. with, with Bagoli. And we had the coolest conversation about AI and, and technology and the stuff that he works on. And yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm seriously, I'm glad we got there a little bit late. Otherwise, we, we wouldn't have had that conversation. Well, I yeah. don't even think, did any of us three even know it was him? Yeah, not I, I don't think so. that was funny. All, all yeah, yeah. I, I, I was sitting at another table, and you guys went and sat with him, and all of a sudden, uh, Eric comes up and announces who the speaker is, and I think one of you guys gets nudged. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I gotta oh, go okay. speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we saw he, cool. he had a, an Oak Ridge uh, laboratory yeah. oh, okay. uh, shirt yeah. polo on. I'm just like, oh, what do you do there? And he's like, oh, well, I'm the head of AI. Yeah, and he's like, oh, <laughs> so you're the guy. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'm giving a little talk here this afternoon. Like, oh, yeah. all right, cool. No, but we, we covered great. some really high-level topics around not just what is AI, but but how it works and, and yeah. some of the methods and algorithms at play. And then at the end, we got to have a really good Q&A on mm-hmm. people were asking, you know, where do you think AI is going? Uh, what are some of the data governance cons- yeah. concerns and considerations? And just an excellent conversation. And he was... What I liked about it was he was very upfront and says, I'm, I'm here to give a presentation, but I'm here for you to get the most out of this as possible. Stop right. me whenever you need and ask yeah. questions. And it was it was a really cool atmosphere. And then he had a counterpart there. Uh, I think it was Amir. Amir? Yeah, Amir. Uh, and he, we got to chat with him for a little bit. Or yep. Were you with him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We got to yeah. chat with him a little bit afterwards. Too, very cool. He was, he was very down to earth. Very cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, after lunch, we came back to the A1 house and we recorded some content. Uh, we're doing some short form content for a sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that. Uh, so, you know, setting up the camera, micing up people, yeah. recording some stuff. Uh, we'll, Tim we'll dressing to... up, you know. You know. <laughs> Tim's Just a good actor. Day. If anybody Tim... was walking by, I don't know what they would have. <laughs> <Yeah. but. laughs> so we recorded some content and then we headed on over to the next event uh, as part of the K-Tech Connect. Uh, and it was Top Golf. I love me some Top Golf. I wish... We had a top golf in Vermont, mm. but we don't because hey, Vermont come lacks. on down to Nashville. I I will. I've never yes, been there actually, but <laughs> 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 this was my first time at a top golf, and uh, AJ was giving me some uh, pointers there. He yep. uh, he hugged check me. Twitter. 
Yeah, check Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's <He>, public. Yeah. <laughs> he was helping me on my uh, on my swing there and telling me not to, uh, uh, what do you call it, chip it or... Uh, slice. Slice. Slice, slice it. Slice it, yeah. It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips, <laughs> buddy. Let me tell you. <laughs> no. <laughs> but no, that was a lot of fun. I, yeah. I uh, got to play top golf for the first time and uh it was it was a lot of fun i'd i'd do it again we found out how good of a golfer tim is no, it's yeah. such yeah. a dumb game <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah so dan gets up there first he takes a few hits and then like i i, I took a few hits and then i handed the driver over to tim and he's like all right and then he like he's hitting them straight and yeah. far yeah it's like well what the hell? so i was i was watching tim i was watching his process he does some like sensei thing where he holds it out yeah. the the golf club, you know, and, and I don't know what he's doing, uh, but he's like he does something, and then he's like, "All right, I'm about to hit this thing," you know? <laughs> and, and then he'd whack it, and it just <laughs> yeah. It, it's supposed to be how you. It's supposed to get your body pointed the right way because I always okay. have that problem. Of, so you're lining yourself. Yeah, I'm lining myself. I learned okay. it from my dad, Got and you. but yeah, I like I like your way better. Did you call you, him sensei. No. <laughs> I'm I'm giving a mental sacrifice. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a whole process. <laughs> Is that how you start your maintenance windows too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You hold your keyboard up and like <laughs> exactly. So uh, that brings us to here. We're recording an episode. We've got some of our our friends around us. It's yeah. this is a great time at drinking some uh, some beers. Not not sponsored. So we're going to cover the logos. Uh, and then tomorrow we're going to a breakfast event. And then in the afternoon, it's the live simulcast from four until seven. Yeah. So speaking of breakfast, scrambled Jake's name oh drop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. my goodness. Now, now maybe it's just a southern hospitality thing, but the waitresses that that helped us while we were there, they they were fantastic. I mean, Andy yelled at one of them about his coffee cup not being full, but other than that, it's been a great experience. Yeah. It was a warning. Yeah. <laughs> and hey, Andy, my, my hands were greasy from no, pecan no, 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 no. smoked bacon. <laughs> Andy threw and his phone. And I went to check my phone, and my phone flew across the table and hit a bunch of dishes. The whole restaurant got yeah. quiet and looked. Yeah, and did and you realize I, who, I had to make an announcement? Over, I'm like, guys, I'm. It was. I just. I dropped my phone. Everything's cool. Like yeah, yeah but like, you were like super loud. I didn't mean to do that. I'm not <laughs> mad. Did I have a draw? Yeah. Well, yeah. You know. <laughs> but do you know? Did Is you? Is that realize? how I sound to you? Yeah, it does. Okay. Did you realize who came over? That was like the manager. Yeah, she came they over. Came over. Okay, I'll get you coffee here. Let me get you some more coffee <laughs> right away. You from Philly, sir? We knew. Yeah. <laughs> I will just say, scrambled Jake's. That was not a cinnamon roll. That was a birthday cake. Uh, yeah. Oh, right, my God. Right, the thing right. was huge. It was like the size of my face. Very <laughs> good, though. You you mentioned the people, right? Yeah, so yeah. I know yeah. I'm a broken record, but the community, like, we are mm -hmm. here surrounded by people I never would have met Oh no, if no, no, it wasn't yeah. for the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got on, group became a podcast. Got on planes to come here, drove yeah, nine people, hours to come here. People drove up yeah. from other states yeah. and planes, yeah. and, you know, we had... Chris last year that that made Asheville happen. Oh yeah. my God, that we would got, not have happened without. Chris. We got Eric this year. Yep, which yeah. is you know the Chris of Knoxville. Yeah. <laughs> no, made, no, no, no. Hold, he, hold yeah. on a second. Eric, that is an honor, sir. Eric, well, that's, that's how I meant it. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> let, let let's talk about Eric for just a little bit. This dude is the the world's most interesting man of Knoxville. But hold least. on, we're gonna have him on the show, so don't peel the onion. Yeah, too but deep. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. I, it's he's it, one every of time I talk to him, it's something new. <laughs> yeah, I have learned something amazingly, impressively surprising. Yeah, every day I've talked to him here. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I'm like, wait, you're the mayor too? Yeah. <laughs> you just kept getting Just crazy. wait what you'll learn tomorrow. I actually yeah. think he's undercover as something else that we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, right. Right now. I'm waiting. I can't wait till tomorrow yes. <laughs> to ask him another one. <laughs> so this community, right, that I didn't have yeah. sitting in my cable guy truck right. when all my buddies told me, you're wasting your time, your money. This isn't going to amount to anything. And now we're just surrounded by people yeah. all over the world who reach out to us come physically like people have lives and families and jobs but like you know they're sacrificing their time to like be together and there's more people on the way i was checking discord earlier and there's like a few more people like i'm on the way i get and like it's like oh my god and it's not a pride thing like oh look at us people came i just feel like such a sense of community oh yeah like i know love's kind of like all right dude but like i really just have this amazing sense of like wow pete this this means something to people they come they organize this stuff so It just does. It's not lost on me that you know how amazing the, the community that's that's come together you know is for all of us. I met a family member as a result of this trip. Cousin David <laughs> heard about the event and the podcast. Reached out on LinkedIn. He's like, "Hey, we're cousins." And you know, he drove up here. He came up from Virginia. He's looking for a job. So like, I even met. A cousin I never would have met. That's he wild. is actually my cousin. Oh, oh, okay. I, th- I thought oh, I was on the fence for a little bit. Yeah. Well, he thought we were this cousin and we're not. And he thought my grandfather was the wrong person. But as it turns out, we're still cousins. He just had the wrong guy. Interesting. So, but as a result of everything that's happened up until now with all this stuff, yeah, yeah. I met a cousin I never would have met before. That's crazy. And he came up and he wanted to work at Oak Ridge. I you know, introduced him to Daniel. Is he going to get a job there? Who knows? But just networking, community, <laughs> yeah. right? Like Pressure's on, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, community, just thank you. It yeah. Rocks. It's amazing. This is a great experience. Absolutely. A- A1 family reunion. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's good. I love it. All right. Any any last minute thoughts on what we've done up until this point and what's happening tomorrow? Mm-mm. Awesome. Well, well, thank you so much, everybody, for being here. We appreciate it. We really do. And uh, we'll. Uh, Somebody's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh, I've never heard of a podcast before. What do you guys do? Five minutes. She was snoring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like these guys are the She's most out. boring guys <laughs> I've ever seen. My, oh, she's up. Hey! <laughs> Ken, you just didn't poke her, did you? Honey. <laughs> hey, I've seen that finger before. <laughs> They're talking about you. <laughs> All right. Awesome. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I don't think we're going to do another one of these because we'll have the event until about 7, 7.30 tomorrow, and then we got to pack and get ready to get the heck out of town. Uh, but we will release the episode that we record at the live simulcast event, uh, so you can look for that. I'm going to try to edit this and get it out ASAP, so hopefully it's in your ears uh, on Saturday morning. And uh, thank you all so much for being here. Thank you, Eric. Thank yes. you, K-Tech. Yes. Thank you, Open Gear. Thank you, Alkira. Yep. Thank you. Rotifer Moss. Rover Moss. I was going to say Morgan Stanley. Rotifer Moss. Rotifer Moss. <laughs> Morgan Stanley. Thank you Morgan for everyone. Stanley. <laughs> thank you, everyone, who's, who's made this possible. Absolutely. Fantastic. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. everyone. All right. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Art of Network Engineering Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Andy. If you like what you heard today, then please subscribe to our podcast in your favorite podcatcher. Click that bell icon to get notified of all of our future episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Art of NetEng. That's Art of N-E-T-E-N-G. You can also find us on the web at artofnetworkengineering.com, where we post all of our show notes, blog articles, and general networking nerdery. You can also see our pretty faces on our YouTube channel named The Art of Network Engineering. Thanks for listening.